Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ask the Teacher ABC. We are super excited to have you with us today because we are talking about back to school. So it is that time of year again. <laughs> we should make some scary noises. I know it can be a hectic time of year. That is for sure. It's exciting on a lot of levels. It's scary on a lot of levels. Yes. And yes. But but it is that time of year. Um, most of our teacher friends in Arizona have already started probably today. Right. They're back to school um, kind of learning and the kickoff of the school year and um, all of that's going on right now. Preparing for students, right? Yes. And so Maybe. we want to kind of talk about um, this an all the way around kind of back to school kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to start out with... Um, parents good okay. i like so that. for parents for back to school um you know depending on how many kids you have um what this looks like for your family it can be really hectic right uh one of the things that i always look out for are the tax-free weekends um for school clothes and also you know heading to the thrift shop because we all know that the beginning of the school year clothes they grow out of them by december so um, those are just my quick things that I like to go to Goodwill and look for shorts and stuff for the kids. Um, my, I am very lucky. I have like the best mother-in-law in the whole world. And she goes to like Once Upon a Child, I think it's called. Oh. Um, and she actually sends me school clothes for the kids. Isn't that great? I, I like get bodies free. Yes. Yes. Um, so look out for those things as far as... Um, you know, buying school clothes and everything goes. And as far as school supplies, make sure to get your school supply list. And just know that if you don't get everything on your list, it's not the biggest deal in the world. Right. Um, there is, you know, we're packing in like 20, anywhere between 25 and 32 students to a classroom usually. Um, if you're going to get anything, on the back to school list right. a backpack of course um tissues 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 and pencils that's really all that i ever really wanted um <laughs> and hand sanitizer i mean if you can feed but if you can so. get hand sanitizer if you can get you know cleaning wipes right um honestly like i could the school will provide paper if you don't get the ruled, pay the wide ruled or college ruled paper, it will not be the end of the world. Right. Um, your school has plenty of that. Mm -hmm. But pencils would be good. Tissues, because nobody likes to use the super hard, terrible Kleenex at the school. Like, I don't even know where it comes from, but it's bad. <laughs> and then it leaves the kids with like red noses. So um, honestly, if that's all you can get, get that. Right. Right. Head down to Walmart. Pick that stuff up and don't worry about getting every single little tiny thing on the school back to school supply list. Um, you can get it throughout the year. Yeah. Now the teacher will tell you what, you know. And I mean, and honestly, like, I can't tell you how many times I bought, like, they need a red notebook and a blue notebook and a yellow notebook. And then the kids told me, and then Finn came home and had only used one notebook. <laughs> and here he had three empty notebooks labeled reading right and none of them were used except for one so here i like was looking through colors making sure i was getting the appropriate colors and they didn't even use them 
So um, as far as the school supply list, don't worry a bunch about that. Honestly, we are going to have that. Your kid's going to have everything they need at school. Right. Um, right. And leading up to that, you know, I think that's so important. And, you know, just break, take them to the school, talk to the teacher, ask them what they need. Teachers love that. Right. Yes. And they'll tell you exactly like really do stick to this list or, you know, just go easy on yourself. Right. Oh, sorry. Right. Because also like one of the things um, I never made my school supply lists like very, very rarely did I ever make it. Right. Um, most of the time it was put out by the school and sometimes they didn't even like need the things that were on there. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes they do. Mm-hmm. And but if your kid doesn't have it on the very first day of school, that is oh. Right, right. Because they're not going to be doing science on the first day of school. I know. Um, Right. They're going to be doing a lot of other things. So um, take your time. Find out exactly what what the teacher really needs. Right. And if you have a chance, please go to meet the teacher night. Yes. Kids love that. They they want to see who their teacher is. And, you know, I think it's important to you know, talk about the character of the teacher before you even go. Like your teacher, I you know, let's see how nice your and kind your teacher is and instead of how focusing on how your teacher looks, right? I think Well right. Well and also I think it takes away from a little bit of anxiety, you know, at from the beginning of the yeah. school year. Like you get to meet the teacher, that your stu- your child gets to meet their teacher. So they're not super surprised like on the very first day. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the first day of school can be nerve wracking for, well, for for everyone. Some kids that are, you know, genuinely like really excited and they just can't wait to go to school and they don't care who their teacher is. Right. But, you know, you have the, the other kids, too, who it, it matters. And um, going to meet the teacher night, you know, allows that teacher to put a face to who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, I, I don't remember if we were talking about it on the podcast or not, but how we were talking about um, giving a teacher something to recognize you by. Right, that association part. Yes, right? the association. So your name, your kid, to the teacher because they see so many kids, right? Mm-hmm. That way they can remember, oh, that's my kid from, or oh, that's the kid that likes to play with cars or whatever, you know, say something Right next to your kid's character or something to help the teacher remember. Yeah, and make that connection. And then also a good thing to find out on Meet the Teacher Night is how um, that teacher communicates. Mm-hmm. Um, finding out if they use something like Class Dojo. Right. How is it best to get a hold of the teacher? Um, because asking a teacher that question allows them to... Um, you know, give you the proper avenues of information of, hey... What's going to be the best way to get a hold of me? Um, and it also um, allows the teacher to kind of know that you're one of those parents who will be contacting them. Right. Um, and I think that that's really important. You know, I I really think that that kind of shows like, okay, well, this this kid right here, I know who their parent is. I can contact their parent if I need to. Right. Because some teachers do feel nervous, especially new teachers, about contacting parents. Because they teach you in school like how to teach, but they don't teach you exactly how the best to communicate um, with parents. Right. Like that. That's something that is definitely learned in your first year. And hopefully, um, you know, that teacher has a mentor to kind of help guide them through that. Um, But it is really important to be able to communicate with your teacher and for them to know that you are there 
so that they can feel like they can communicate with you. I know. And the, at the end of the day, like the parent is the first point of contact, right? Mm -hmm. It's their child. You have them for that year, but it is their child. And putting that focus on them, you know, the parents are the first teachers. You know, this is your child. Like it's like a business. You know, if you have a business creating water, you know, bottles of water, then you want your bottles of water to be presented well and to have good quality and different things. So kind of look at your kids that same way. It's important to, you know, build that relationship with the parents before you need it. So you're right. Meet the teacher night can be different for different schools, mm -hmm. you know, but if it's just meeting the teacher, exclusively have at least that first and foremost aspect of this is how we communicate because I know you want to know about your child's learning journey this year. Right. And then this is just a tip for parents to kind of be aware of there are a lot of other students in the classroom. So if you are doing Meet the Teacher Night, please don't take more than five to seven minutes of the teacher's exactly. time. Very so little. So they can talk with other people. Yes. I mean, I would even say like a, a minute, two, two, two to three minute yeah. conversation is a perfect amount of right. time. Because um, I know, I mean, like I'm a talker, obviously. Um, so I can get carried away with conversations sometimes. But make sure that you are being aware of the time as well. Right, right. Um, and that goes on both sides. Because, mm -hmm. you know, as teachers, we are, you know, we're basically performers. Right. <laughs> and so we can talk a lot. Right. Um, so, um, but just be aware of your time and everything when you're doing that. Um, for teachers on Meet the Teacher Night. I know. Like, it goes back to that communication. First and foremost, offer a way for teachers, I mean, for parents to get you know, their way of communicating with the teacher, right? To me, that's first and foremost, have that. Another thing, like I said, building those relationships before you need them, make it like it's home. I used to put welcome home. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This is your home for the year. This is how much time you're going to be spending with A, B, C, and D. And I think that it's so, so important to make sure that you, you know, do those kinds of things, right? Yeah, for sure. And like one of the things that I used to do on Meet the Teacher Night is have like a presentation mm -hmm. that it had like a little bit about me on the presentation and it had a lot about what the kids were going to be doing this year what my classroom looked like and then I would also at the end of the presentation um, I would pass out everyone's class dojo stuff and I'd be like this is how you connect to class dojo Good. and that would be the conclusion of my of my presentation um, it was only like five minutes long and I did it like every so often. There were like little sessions that we used to do. But I made sure to sign up every single parent on Class Dojo so that I could communicate directly with them. They would get all the stuff that comes with it. And like, I'm going to say it again. I know that I've been like talking about this program a lot. You should really call them. And be like, look, <laughs> I've been an ambassador for you guys for a long time. Like, legitimately, I was a class dojo ambassador for my school. Um, so, please, please just use it. Just use it. Yeah, I think that it's important and, um, you know, communication. And you can even take videos on it. So, check it out as a parent as well. You know, I think that another thing that is really important is sleep. Not just for parents. Parents, let's get our kids in a routine. Let's get them geared up for that routine to go to sleep. Right. You know, we know that kids are staying up later. They're not on a really good schedule. Right. And like one of the number one things to kids that contributes to children not sleeping um, is, you know, get them outside, get them running around before bedtime, 
just to kind of expend their energy. They will be tired. Mm -hmm. Shower time, relaxing, and then to bed. If your child is old enough to where they have a phone and they are under the age of 17, (laughs) um, take their phone away at night so that they can actually get the rest that they need because there are studies that have shown that, um, you know, when kids have their phones with them and they have notifications and everything constantly going off, it's something that prevents them from sleeping. And, um, you know, I, I was with my husband somewhere. I don't remember where we were, but the guy was talking to us about his kid and how he took his phone away. And the kid was like 13, 14 years old. So he took his phone away. And the parent, he said that he was up all night from notifications. Um, he said his, that, his son's phone went off every 10 to 15 minutes and he didn't sleep because his kid's phone kept dinging and he was like now i understand why he is tired in school now i understand why he's not going to sleep because his phone is constantly going off right and so he changed his notifications he started taking his phone away at night and having it put turning it off (laughs) um so that it wouldn't bother anyone and, you know, the kid got used to it and they got into a routine of just that's the way it is. Like, right. you can have your phone during the day. That's great. But at night, it is actually time to sleep and get the rest that you need because, you know, kids go through this phase like when they're toddlers, they need a lot of sleep and then they need about, you know, eight hours. Then when they become teenagers, they need a little bit more sleep because they're going through that growth again, Definitely. that immense growth that, you know, we see with those sixth through ninth, tenth graders or whatever. They're growing like weeds. So... Um, one of the best things you can do is create a nighttime schedule for your kids. Mm-hmm. And like you said, that includes the phone, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that should be, I like how you said making that part of this procedure, even if it's not like using the words, taking the phone away. It's like, this is where your phone goes at night. And this is the agreement of me paying for your phone. Right. So yes. this is just part of yes. being responsible. I mean, when you're a parent like me, I always have my phone on, right? Because I want to be able to reach you guys, but I'm an adult, right? I know how to monitor myself, mm-hmm. but we have to help our kids do that. And I think even with Tatiana, it was like, as long as it's right here, this is where it needs to be. It can be charging and I need to have your password. I had her password for, for many years, not when she was 17, you know, but I think it's important to be able to look in your kid's phone because you know what? I'm paying for it. And this is, I need to protect you, right? So that kind of went off onto a little bit of a tangent. Yeah, but well, and, I think and it's on. that's a sensitive subject with teens and their phone, right? Well, also, you know, there are a lot of applications that you can download on your phone where every single text message goes through you. Every single text oh, message now you're your kid me. gets comes to your <laughs> phone. Like, it comes to, like, a special app. And, like, you can monitor everything through this app. It's like crazy. So hopefully you don't need that. But you know what? If you do, it's out there, parents. So just look for it. There's literally an app for everything. Like, uh, yeah, for everything. And when we do our session on teens, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Okay. So, so back to the first days. Um, I think we've gone over uh, pretty much like what the first days of, of, of school, like getting ready for everything. We talked about sleep sleeping i know you know honestly it is a little bit hard to sleep the first day of school it is it's like that christmas feeling that you get like it might not be it might be excited it might be anxious it might be dread 
but it's there. I know. So and, talk to your kids about yeah, that, right? Talk to your kids about right. how it's okay to be nervous. You exactly. Know? Because some kids are. Now, some kids are not. Every right. child is different. Right. You know your kid better than anyone. So, you know, accor- do accordingly, you know, what your child, what you feel like your child needs. Right. And, and, um, and even yeah. you can even plan a question like, what kinds of questions do you want me to ask you after school? Right. And then they're kind of ready for maybe a, a question instead of saying, what did you do today? Nothing. Or what did you learn today? Nothing. Right. Right. So kind of um, what surprised you today or or maybe make it a game, you know, like kind of randomize the questions that you ask mm-hmm. because you really do want to know what's happening. And even right. when I have a parent and I even let, let at the beginning of the school, the new first days of school, let the kids know that they'll be talking to their parents about their behavior as well. Right. Make it right. a thing where the kids are connected. These are your parents. You need to be able to talk to them and tell them how your day was. Or So this is like a, from the teacher's pers- perspective. Right. Encourage students encourage as a teacher. Right. Um, encourage your students to talk to their parents right. about their day. Right. How their uh, maybe how their emotions were, maybe how they felt that day, maybe what they did that day. You know, um, and I think actually that would be a really good practice to start with younger kids mm-hmm. is I today is going to be a, a big day. It's the first day of first grade. And I want you to pick one thing that you loved about today and share that with your parents when you get home. Yeah. And then as the kids are leaving, okay, do you have your one thing that you remember about today that you're going to tell your parents, you right. know, right? and just kind of have that, um, uh, that they can do that and that they can keep going with that so that, um, you know, that they have that to share with their parents. Right, right. I think that's so important that it opens up that communication and keeps it going for those uh, older kids, you know, as the kids get older and, you know, they're more comfortable talking to their parents. So it's a good way for teachers to help bridge that communication because sometimes even parents will come up to you and say, well, why did so-and-so get in trouble today? Or what, why did, you know, what happened? Then you can turn to the kid. I mean, when they're age appropriate, of course. Okay, tell your parent what you did today, what you chose to do, right? Right. So I think listening to classroom culture, listening to our classroom procedures yes, together for yeah, for teachers will help with uh, the beginning of school days. So um, one more thing that we wanted to talk about with um, the, the beginning of school is... Um, affirmations. Mm -hmm. This is a great time if you haven't started already to start with positive affirmations for your children. Right. Um, One of the best things that I did was for the past two years taking Finn to school, we would do our affirmations on the way to school. Now I would drop him off at school. Um, And so we would do affirmations. When he started riding the bus to school, um, I started affirmations before he left. So like during breakfast, you know, and they don't have to be complicated. Um, you know, what some of the things that I did with my kids and, uh, you know, honestly, we have to restart those back up because summer has been a little crazy for me yeah. is, um, you know, like I am wonderful. I am a learner. I am strong. I am intelligent. Right. I can can right i will right watch me right right <laughs> so exactly um just do i love myself yes i, I love gone. myself like, there are so many like little simple affirmations 
that actually really make a big difference uh, within children because we all know that the more that things that we say, the more that we say something, the more true it becomes for us. Right. And, you know, honestly, it allows us as parents to get those affirmations in too. Right. Because, um, you know, if you're sitting there with your kids saying, I love myself, you know, you get to see that for yourself too. Right, exactly. And it's kind of like this beautiful thing that you get to do these affirmations together. Right. And, um, you know, affirmations, they work. They make people feel good. You know, and after a while, you can have your kids start doing it and start leading it. So we would all kind of take turns saying one. And even my um, my little girl started doing them, too. Mm-hmm. You know, then so she was like, it's my turn. You know, so yeah. Like, OK, what do you want to say? And she's like, I am beautiful. And I'm like, <laughs> I am beautiful. And but everyone, you know, and everyone can say that. You know, because we would do the repeat after me, and then I would say one, and then they would say it. I would say, and then eventually my son started saying it, and then I started repeating after him. I know. I love that. That's so good. So I think that, you know, it it all, it couples with society. Because society, we know that children are learning, and there's different stages of learning and and getting along with your your peers, right? Uh But I think that there's a, a negative connotation when it comes to kids. Kids are mean. You know, oh, it's okay because they're kids. You know, that's typical of kids because kids are mean. But to practice that kindness. Let's like do something different, right? Let's see what right. happens when we actually practice kindness and we say, oh, kid, oh, he is young and kind. Do you know what Well, I mean? yeah. I mean, honestly, like, you know, I, I don't know. I think I have a very similar um, situation as far as like school for me was a little bit hard mm-hmm. um, because of bullying, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Like I was bullied because I had curly hair mm-hmm. and I was bullied for many, many, many years. And, um, you know, I have that like in the back of my head. Like, oh, my God. You know, it's been going to be bullied at school. And like, you know, and I had anxiety about that. And we actually had a situation where this kid was bullying Finn. And mm-hmm. my um, Finn is really like kind of a different kind of kid, though, because he's like, he was saying these things to me. But I mean, like, I know that they're not true. So it doesn't really matter to me. Like, he's just kind of dumb. <laughs> and I was like, hold on, wait, here, I'm upset and you're not. <laughs> and then, but then, he, the, the, and so, you know, of course, I was like in mama bear mode mm-hmm. and then but the kids family had him write a letter about how he was going to be kind oh. and you know when i told finn i was like look at this wonderful letter even though i was like seeding all the inside right i was like this is a good example of you know he's going to try to do better and i was like and we should give him this chance to be better yeah you don't have to be best friends with him right but you do have to be kind back to him right. and finn was like well i'm always going to be kind back to him and then the next school year came and they were in the same class and I was like why did they put them in the same (laughs) class you know and then but it ended up being that they were friends and I was like and he's like look people people can change when they want to be kind and this and this and that you know and I was and that kind of even helped me learn something like wow like First of all, my child is amazing. I don't know where he got his temper from. It was not from me. <laughs> and then, um, you know, but it was actually like one of those things where I was like, wow, like we're doing better, like as a society. Yeah. When kids can go from 
not you know from bullying to right. not and to being friends and to being good to each other right to being kind seeing that kind and of circle. seeing that come full circle yeah. it was it was wonderful wow and that actually helped me learn that like okay yes we live in a better world yes and this is good everything's going to be okay yes you know i've taught my child to be very a very kind person and he's actually willing to accept more than i am (laughs) so maybe i need to like do some more affirmations on that well that's how we learn from our kids yes i know it's so it's so wonderful you know that you can learn from your children it really is it's a beautiful thing well i think you know thank you for sharing that i think that's important for parents to hear what other parents go through right Mm -hmm. okay how things can change and how we can just you know, take a breath, right? Be kind mm-hmm. to yourself as a teacher, as a parent. You know, here we go. School's going to start. It's a new year. Let's just put our best foot forward, taking one day at a time, really. And you yes. know what? If you mess up, learn from it, move on, right? Exactly. It'll all come together at the end of the day. The, the beginning of the school months and weeks are kind of challenging for teachers. You actually can smile. Just get those procedures in place, right? Make sure those yes. procedures are in place. Yes. <laughs> But you know what? This is what I do have to say. You know, a lot of people talk about how you can't smile. And, you know, my first year of teaching junior high, I did not smile in class. <laughs> I, I Maybe like, parents don't realize that I teachers was, say that. <laughs> you know, I was very matter of fact. And I remember it was Thanksgiving. It was like right after Thanksgiving. And one of my students said something and I busted out laughing like I couldn't help it oh it was gosh. so funny like it was probably something he, he should he was probably speaking out I don't know what was happening <laughs> but it was probably wasn't like what he was supposed to be doing but I just started laughing because it was funny and I I, and I was like oh that was just that was so funny and then I was like okay anyways I looked around class and they were all like <laughs> you know they had like these dumbfounded looks on their face and I was like what's wrong and then one kid raised their hand like, Miss Pro today, this is the first time we've ever seen you smile or laugh. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm human. <Whoops>. Sorry. <laughs> I got really carried away with being serious. <laughs> I know. I know how that So goes. if you have to do it to get by, because at first I, I will say all the eighth graders were taller than me. And I was like, oh, my God. How am I? Why am I so short right now? So whatever you have to do to get through those first few months, do it. Right. And that goes for everybody, parents and teachers. I know. Just oh, no, oh, just we need support, right? So like, yes. Like the the perfect recipe of success mm-hmm. is parents, teachers, students. Like let's all three work together, right? You want the recipe for success? That's what it is right yes, there. Indeed. And I remember right. offering parents that. Who wants their child to succeed this year? And all of them raised their hand. This was like open house or something. Mm-hmm. Here's the success. Here's what we need. You, me, the kid. Let's all be on. You know? Yeah. All work so. together. Well, thank you for joining us today. We hope that you had some good takeaways from this. Again, please let us know what you want to hear, um, topics that you want to know about. We are um, open to doing all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, email us message us on instagram right all of the above um any last things any last thoughts uh good luck right good wishes good vibes send us any concerns or questions and you know make this your best year 
Yes, make it your best year. In fact, that is an affirmation. We should start that. So let's all say this together. I'm going to have my best year. This is going to be the best year yet. Or this is the best year yet. This is the best best year yet. yet. High five. All right, so go have your best year. We will see you next time. Thank you for being a wonderful and amazing audience. And we will see you next time. There you go. All right. Thanks, you. 